Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome to the midweek edition of In Black and Right. We are still the new definition of color commentary, and I am still Jerry Brooks, your host and the baby-faced assassin of conservatism, fighting for free speech, freedom of thought, and all the other freedoms that the Constitution guarantees. Before we get into today's Frontfold Adventure, just letting you all know, if you have questions, comments, or anything, you can always send us an email at inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can just simply go to our website, inblackandright.net, check out all the new things that we've got, uh, news updates, uh, new items in our online store. And all sorts of other fun things as we're still in the process of getting ready for CPAC Texas on our Lone Star Tour the first week of August. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I have a feeling this is not just going to be in black and white. It's going to be more like in black and rant because some of the stories that I'm that I found today for today's program are really in the WTF category. And so I guess instead of WTF Friday, it's also going to be WTF Wednesday because this, some of this just is so annoying, so crazy, so utterly maddening. <clears throat> I guess, you know, we can have just a WTF Wednesday. But to start off with, yes, the big news on the economic front, yes, the, in, the consumer price index is now down to 8.3%. Yay. I mean, down to 8.3? Yay. Now, granted, last month it was at 8.5%. So, apparently, according to the Brandon administ Biden administration, we're starting to see it slow, inflation slow down. Yay, instead of 8.5, we're now down to 8.3. But what they don't tell you is that 8.3 is actually higher than estimated. It was supposed, it was estimated at 8.1%. But still, we're over 8%. We're still at 40-year highs for inflation. Nothing has really changed all that much. In fact, I don't think anything has really changed at all, at least not for the better. We still have high gas prices. We still have high food prices. We still have high prices for utilities, for housing. I mean, it's crazy. Even here in North Central Florida, trying to find a house or trying to even build a house is not cheap. It's not cheap by comparison. In fact, because there's a lot of land, parcels of land, even they are starting to uh, shrink in availability. 
And yeah, most people will, you know, buy land, get it cleared, you know, put on maybe a single or a double wide home on it, which is fine. But yet still, even North Florida, not just South and Central Florida, but North Florida is growing in population. But still, we're talking problems. We still are dealing with real issues. Real issues, but nope. The media won't do its job. Biden sure can't do his job because he has no idea what the heck he's doing, for sure. And this supposed press conference that he had talking about inflation and how to attack it, it's like, you have, I, I saw a part of that and I just was sitting there scratching my head going, really? I mean, I'm sorry, but none of this is addressing the real problems. Blaming Putin for the price of for the high price of gas, the obscenely high price of gas, didn't work. It just didn't work. I mean, I went to uh, gas stations in this part of Florida, where I live, and the price of regular has gone up. An average I can find of about $4.30 a gallon for regular and leaded, $4.30. But nope, it's all Putin's fault. Yes, that's right, it's all Putin's fault. Right, why does this man, his minions, and his media, and his media mental midgets still seem to think that you, the American people, are absolute moronic boobs. I don't get it. But apparently that's, you know, they're the smartest people in the room and you're just going to have to believe what they tell you because they don't lie. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, they don't lie. Yeah, if they don't lie, why and, and this now disinformation governance board? Oh yeah, that's a real confidence builder. <laughs> so yeah, that's just nuts. But in a related story, the House of Representatives yesterday. Oh baby, they uh, now the House has approved uh, forty billion dollars for the U in Ukraine aid. It was thirty-three billion, but apparently, oh no, let's throw in an extra seven billion, and yeah, it's crazy. And the House approved it. Now, granted, there were some Democrats who did vote against it, uh, mostly the progressives, AOC, the squad, you know, or scratch that, the witch's coven. They voted against it. But what I really was curious about, <coughs> who voted against the bill? I was looking at the Republicans. Those were the people I really wanted to find out what the heck's going on. Now, 57 Republicans voted against the bill. Out of some 200, and over 200. So I thought, okay. And you can find this online. It's not hard at all to find out who were the Republicans who voted against the bill. Now, I'm going, okay. So I do that, I look it up on Google, and I go through the list. 
and it's you and it's the usual uh, America First MAGA folks. A lot of them. I mean, there's uh, Andy Biggs from Arizona, uh, Lauren Bobert from Colorado, Brian Babin from Texas. Um, but then I started looking for Florida, and Gus Bilarakis uh, was a Florida Republican who voted against it. Cat uh, Kamick from a neighboring uh, district, she voted against it. Yay for her! Man, I'm going through. I'm going through. I'm going through. And so Matt Gates, of course, from uh, the pan. His district is in the Florida Panhandle. So he's certainly a reliable America First guy. Uh, Louis Gohmert from Texas, you know, and I'm going through that. And so I'm looking for the Republic, looking for the Florida Republicans. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I did find, you know, I found quite a few. Uh, Brian Mast uh, voted against it. Byron Donalds voted against it. Those are Floridians. Let's see now. Yeah, uh, Bill Posey from Florida, he voted against it. Yeah, and there are the uh, and there are others. Chip Roy of Texas, he certainly voted against it. And uh, Daniel Webster from Flor another Floridian, voted against it. And so I'm looking at all these Floridians who voted against it, but there was one name missing that I couldn't believe wasn't there, and that was my congressman. Neil Dunn from Florida's 2nd Congressional. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? Wait a minute. Why did he vote in favor of this bill? It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And I'm going to look for this because Chip Roy of Texas made such an impassioned speech on the floor of the house and I would love to get this oh yeah there we go now I want I'd love to, I want to play this it's congressman chip Roy from Texas and he made one heck of a point about this bill and I want and I want you to hear it because this is just wow I thank you chip Roy, uh, congressman Roy so hang on a second, let me get this all queued up because I want y'all to hear this. Absolutely. So hang on tight. The sound may not be the greatest, and I apologize for that in advance, but this is worth listening to. What's it like to uh, okay, never mind. Uh, Learn topics from one minute. Here we go. Ukraine? 
Why don't we talk about the American people who are hurting, the wide open borders, the inflation that's killing people, the jobs that people can't get because of the cost of goods and services in this country? Sitting here and being lectured to when I don't even have time to look at a $40 billion unpaid bill. I make a motion to adjourn. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chip Roy. Thank you, Congressman. That explains it in a nutshell. An absolute nutshell. Why are we spending $40 billion that we don't have? That's the trick. We don't have it. Why are we giving that to Ukraine, the third most corrupt nation on the planet, to Ukrainian oligarchs who are just as bad, if not worse, than Russian oligarchs, and the fact that NATO and a good chunk of Europe, actually none of Europe, is throwing any money into this. None. And that's bad enough. I mean, they're supposed to be our allies, right? Air quotes here. Well, allies that are just expecting to leave this problem totally up to us, the American people, the American taxpayer out there right now when we've got real problems. I mean, serious, real problems. Oh, my Lord. This is crazy. And the fact that you now have Republicans who are voting along with Democrats, the freaking Uniparty, when we've got supply chain problems, empty store shelves still, after all of this, we've still got obscene prices for gas, especially out in places like California. Oh my gosh. I mean, the list is there. A our southern border that has more holes in it than H Swiss cheese? How about that $40 billion go to the border? Or $40 billion goes to places like Chicago, which is nothing more than a Wild West shootout. And you've got the mayor, Mayor Beetlejuice, apparently has a problem calling out uh, people in the south and the west side of Chicago to protect themselves with black folks dying every single solitary weekend but oh no tell the LGBT community oh yeah call, come to arms because they're gonna because the Supreme Court's gonna come after you next <laughs> my goodness that woman or whatever the hell she is is like a yipper dog yip 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 annoying of no real help no real use. And yet, even my congressman, my congressman, had the unmitigated gall to take the citizens, the constituents of his district, and throw them under the bus. Now, I was mad when I found this out, and of course, trying to call uh, Congressman Dunn's office, I conveniently got a voicemail. Because I have a feeling the word got out and apparently his office doesn't want to feel the heat from Floridians. 
Well, too stinking bad. Too stinking bad, Congressman Dunn. You have explaining to do, sir. And as one of your constituents who lives in your district, it's about time you manned up. You cowboy up and you come here to Swanee County and you explain to the people here why you decided to take $40 billion of their money and throw it at a country and there's no guarantee that that money's even going to get to the Ukrainian people. There's no guarantee. It's a, and Chip Roy had it right. Slush fund for the State Department and all, that, and all of that other wasteful spending, there's no guarantee it's going to get there. No, no guarantee at all. And yet, you decided, because you wanted to be uniparty with the Democrats and say, hey, no big deal. Uh, wrong. How about taking some of that money and helping the border, helping Americans who are right now, including Swanee County, who are having trouble affording gas, affording food, and for the seniors who are on fixed incomes, having to make adjustments to their lifestyle and do with less because of inflation. You have splaining to do, Congressman Dunn, and I'm calling you out. You need to come home and explain to the people of this district why, oh why, oh freaking why, did you throw them under the bus when you dang well know that they are struggling? There are a lot of farmers in this county, and they aren't able to afford things like fuel for their vehicles on their farms. They can't afford fertilizer on their farms, whatever they're growing. I mean, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, sir. And if you actually have any moral courage, Congressman Dunn, you need to come and explain why. Because the Florida primary is on August 2nd. You got a couple of months. And somehow, if you think you can maybe, uh, you know, kind of ride this out, oh no, I'm going to do whatever I possibly can to get the word out to your district to find out, hey, why did you do this? Why did you do this? This is irresponsibility on steroids. Why are you giving money to a country that we have no rightful interest in, no vested interest at all, no national security interest at all, instead of giving it to Americans right here in your district who could use the money. Period. That is it. I've got no, there, there are no real excuses. Because if you can't explain it, it might be too late now, but come, if you run again in 2024, your butt's going to get primaried. You are going to get primaried. And I hope somebody would do that. Because this man needs to be held to account. And just because you keep sending phone calls and emails, you know, you're not going to answer them and be responsible to the constituents of your district, that only proves you're a daggum coward. And you might as well just be a Democrat. Because right now, Congressman Dunn, you've lost my vote. You've completely lost my vote.
you have lost my confidence in your ability to represent the people of Florida CD2. Period. This is nuts. You did this. I don't know why you did this. And frankly, the why isn't important. But you sure as hell owe your constituents in, this, in your district a hell of an explanation, sir. You do. And if you're not going to give one, then fine. It's like, congratulations, welcome to the Uniparty. Welcome to the Uniparty. Because it's going to really suck to be you come this November and when the new Congress is seated in January. Because if you do manage to get, to get uh, reelected, you win the primary, you get reelected, and you're probably going to end up voting for Kevin McCarthy for speaker, it's like, which is another reason why. I highly, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend you cowboy up. No. No, 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 no. This is ridiculous. What you're doing to not just the people of your district, but to the nation as a whole, requires a special type of tone deafness. It really does. I mean, did you even read the bill, sir? Did your staff read the bill? I'm willing to bet the answer was no. I'm willing to bet that. So yeah, I'm, I am right now mad. I'm really mad. And frankly, I need to let my county GOP know, hey, if this is the type of guy you want to support, no thanks. I don't want to be a part of an organization or political party that's going to support people that do crap like this. It's Bush League. It's totally Bush League. And yeah, I'm going to say it again and again and again and again and again. This is terrible what happened. But we need to put America first because we've got problems here. Now, fortunately, Governor DeSantis has been trying his best as governor of Florida to help with the supply chain issue. Yes, he's opened up pretty much all the ports on the Atlantic and the Gulf side of Florida. Let's see if we can help and alleviate some of the problems. But dadgummit, this is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, Congressman Dunn, time to cowboy, time to wake up and cowboy up. It is. Because you owe the people of Florida CD2 an explanation and any other Republican. Because Michael Waltz, congressman from Florida, I believe his district is in Duval County, which is the Jacksonville area. Uh, I believe he voted for it too. So he too has an explanation. Any Republican of the Florida delegation who voted in favor of this bill, you got splanning to do, Lucy, to your constituents. Because you got Americans hurting. I mean, really hurting. That includes black folks, white folks, Hispanic folks, seniors, working class, everybody. You seem to forget, Florida Republicans, that inflation is a tax on everybody. Period. There is, that is the great equalizer that is inflation. It affects everybody. 
maybe not as much as some, but for working class folks, seniors, minorities, you blew it. You seriously freaking blew it. And yeah, I'm going to keep reminding you. I'm going to keep reminding you and any other Florida GOP official that's out there. I'm going to remember I'm going to remind you. And remind you and remind you and remind you. Because this ain't funny. It's nowhere close to funny. And the fact that we have to put up with this is unexcusable or inexcusable, unacceptable and several other adjectives that I just assume not get into right now. Oh, so, ah, yep, well, <laughs> I just got to give myself a second here to breathe, but once again, a little something extra to maybe make your blood boil. In Los Angeles County, the uh, George Gascon, or Gaskin, the district attorney for L.A. County, uh, who is in the process of being recalled, apparently this came out yesterday, uh, no, actually, today, in just the news, as I was going through their great website. The headline, Transgender Given Light Sentence by Gaskin, the L.A. County District Attorney, for child molestation is now charged for a murder in Los Angeles and it's just beautiful reading this to see how another George Soros bought and paid for prosecutor has really screwed the pooch and now because they want to be more concerned about the feelings of the criminals instead of their victims now it leads to this and I just taking a little bit of this um, the first part of the article a, convic a convicted child molester whose light sentence several years ago by Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gaskin has contributed to recall attempts was charged Tuesday with the murder in another case the defendant, a transgender who now identifies as Hannah Tubbs, pleaded not guilty to the, on Tuesday to the April 2019 murder of Michael Clark, whose body was found months later in the Kern River that runs near the city of Bakersfield. Tubbs, who admitted to molesting a 10-year-old girl in a Denny's restaurant restroom in 2014 when he was 17, pleaded guilty eight years after DNA evidence led police to him. I thought, oh, MG. Yes, folks, this is exactly what happens when soft-on-crime district attorneys plus idiotic city leaders with their defund the police rhetoric and nonsense, this is what happens when they run the show. Because at some point, this foolishness always comes back around and bites them right in the butt. And yeah, this is another example. I mean, the fact that the, that the uh, perpetrator was transgender is 
bad enough, but the fact that he got this person got a light sentence for molesting a ten-year-old in a restaurant bathroom. This is exactly why people like Gaskin, the L.A. County District Attorney, you've got the District Attorney in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg. He's a bought and paid for George Soros slave. This is why people in New York really cannot stand him because he won't do his dadgum job saying that, okay, we're not going to prosecute these crimes or these crimes. It's like, wait a minute, you don't get to make that determination. And if you, and somehow if you think you do, or you get somebody off on a lighter sentence or cheaper bail, I mean, my gosh, you're irresponsible, sir, because you have no idea at all if this is not going to come back and bite you hard right in the butt. You have no idea. But yet, these folks will still continue to do this. I mean, this is the definition, the Einstein definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Well, this is insane. This is very insane. And frankly, it I see stuff like this and I read these stories and I just go, I mean, are you, are you kidding? I mean, it was related story here. I mean, I saw yesterday what happened with Justice Samuel Alito at his home in Northern Virginia. The man is now forced into hiding with his family because of primarily these anarchists, these thugs, these hoodlums, these psycho deranged women, mostly, just went after him because of his opinion about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. I keep telling people, I tried to tell you, these people cannot be reasoned with, and now you've got Supreme Court justices in hiding. They have the force in the hiding because these deranged people flipping, flipping them the bird, dropping F-bombs and other various things makes them tough, makes them tough broads. But no, it just makes you a thug. And what really fries me is Jason Niaris. And I hate saying this, and I loved him when he got elected, but Jason Niaris, the Virginia Attorney General, um, dude, you are the top law enforcement officer in the Commonwealth. Why did you not just say, you know, he's asking now for these protesters to be prosecuted. I'm like, excuse me, were they even arrested? That's my question because there is a similar law in Virginia, like the federal statute, 18 U.S.C. 1507, about threatening and intimidating judges. And they have a similar law in Virginia. Why didn't law enforcement, state, county, local law enforcement, why didn't they arrest these people? Hmm? Why didn't they arrest them? That's my question, and now you're telling, it's like, now, yeah, we want, yes, and you, pro you prosecute these people. I'm like, 
This is why I'm so glad I live in Florida. Because Governor DeSantis has already made it quite clear, painfully clear, that if you're going to bring any of this nonsense to any Florida county, all any 67 of them, the county sheriffs will be more than happy to arrest your sorry butts, keep you in jail before you can go before until you can go before a judge, and you will be dealt with. DeSantis is not messing around. He's not. And that's why I'm pretty confident these dingbats aren't going to come after churches here in Florida because we're not going to put up with any crap. But, holy cow, people. Gov Governor Youngkin, Attorney General Meares, please tell me you got more spine than this. The people of Virginia didn't vote for you to do stuff like this. These people are not, oh, it's just a peaceful protest, and they're passionate. Big freaking deal. I'm passionate, I'm peaceful, but I'm not going to a justice's house, their private residence, and harass them and try to get them to bend to your will. Good grief, people, that's witchcraft. So don't give me this, media, because I will call you out on it. I will totally call you out on it. So yeah, get over it. But no, these people, and, and like I said I, in my broadcast yesterday, if the high court actually up, overturns Roe v. Wade and send it back to the states where it belongs, then get ready for not only Invasion USA when Title 42 goes kaboom, wait for the summer of more hatred of 2022 starring BLM, Antifa, and any other wackadoodle group that apparently wants to fight for the right to kill a baby. Yes, I said it like that because that's exactly what it is. You're you're fighting, you're fighting at the mouth like a rabid dog for the right to kill a human being. That makes no sense to reasonable people. But therefore, we're not dealing with reasonable people. But that's okay. Cop your attitude, ladies, because I got plenty. I have got plenty. And yes, and I had specific training in attitude because I was raised by black women. Okay, so you can't intimidate me. You can't silence me. You can't cancel me. You just can't. You can try, but it will be a wasted effort. So, yeah. Uh, and it's just craziness. This is why I call it the alternate universe of Joe Biden's America. Because up is down, left is right, good is evil, evil is good. Nothing makes sense. Or very little makes sense. So yeah, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I'm still going to enjoy it immensely. So with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, In Black and Rant, or <laughs> In Black and Right, is done for this day. And I appreciate you listening. Come back again tomorrow. We'll have another fun-filled episode. So take care in the meantime. God bless everybody. And remember, patriots come in all colors.